We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Someone on Monday morning, 301-230-0980. We're live. We're local. We are the Team 980, and it's Russell and Medhurst every day, 9 to noon. If you're a Kevin Sheehan fan and you're still tuned in, thanks for hanging around. Great interview with John Fanta, one of the voices of the Big East, with Kevin Sheehan this morning. He told him Georgetown's got their guy, would seem to be an established coach, one that I have hypothesized on Twitter. I'll be shocked if it's not. That coach is in the NCAA tournament. John mentioned money. That would mean either Cooley or Patino. So good luck if the Hoyas hire both of those guys. Slam dunk hires would help turn their fortunes around. And maybe one day we could be talking about Georgetown back in March Madness like the rest of the country is coming up this morning. Mr. Russell, good morning. Good morning, Pedro. Commander Pedro. No, please don't. I don't work for them. (laughs) I know. I'm just You want to work for them. No, they choose never to talk to me. So, <laughs> I, I, wait a second. I th- I thought a couple of their guys uh, were scouring you on uh, LinkedIn. Hey, as I say to anyone that ever uh, reaches out to me or searches me on LinkedIn, my email is Pete on Sports at yahoo.com. Hey, just say hi. Just say hey. You know, checked out your LinkedIn profile. You know, how are you today? I don't need <laughs> you to offer me a job. Just just let me know who you are. Right. You know, because it's almost like you're stalking me. Um, I got so, you. You know. Um, before- well, so be- before you get into a- anything, I you know, yesterday was one of those days, and we're not just talking about the recovery of Matt Essig from his 30th birthday. That's weekend. what I was. That's what I was, I, I was. I'm glad to see Matt here today. I was. I mean, I heard he had quite the hoot nanny. He, he, did, he didn't just stick around in uh, Northern Virginia for the weekend. Yeah. Played ski ball up in New York City, but uh, yeah, it's a recovery Monday for me he, this morning. He was telling me how uh, he couple could... of couple of ibuprofen over the last uh, forty eight oh, hours. A, a lot activated <laughs> charcoal, some Noom, everything and anything. He was telling me how he can't drink as much a because like you know it, like some you know it, it makes him feel not so great, and also because he's old. I said, you want old, I, hoss. I, I shouted at him. I said, you're bleeping 30. Yeah. Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> I said, you want to talk about old, it's when you go to the gym, which I did twice this weekend, 
and I feel worse than I did before. I got to give you credit, dude. That I, I give you credit for making the effort, and I, I swear, I swear, when you finally you know get your hot tub operational, uh-huh. that's going to make you feel even better and more rested and relaxed so. and recovered, so you can go to the gym even more. Yeah, that's why I got it, man. Because this whole body needs Look something. I mean, you I watch. don't. You know, I by don't July, need... Russell's going to be buff. Yeah. He's going to be bench pressing 390. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I don't need that sauna in a bag thing that they do over there. <laughs> I, I, but, you know, so I had to step up and go to Offenbacher's. Uh, and and uh, and thanks to them, of course, uh, and and of course you were a proud spokesman uh, of Offenbacher. So, um, but yeah, I I need something because the old body just does not recover. Uh, I had a lot of cleaning to do this weekend, a lot of deep cleaning. So you know you're using muscles that you're not used to using. Uh, so everything hurts, right? But I rolled right out of bed. Boom, six thirty this morning. Still pitch black, dark out. It's rainy. It's nasty. It's cold. It's feels like it feels more like february but pete we know it's mid-march we know the madness is here the question for me is how do we define march madness i was thinking about this how do we define march madness is it the typical way just the ncaa tournament or is it the way that i think is taking over and has been taking over for years which is NFL free agency. Because we got massive news yesterday across the board and here locally that I don't want to say all of it was unexpected, but certainly the Deron Payne thing was was unexpected, at least for me. And my head was spinning because I was trying to keep up with it all and trying to figure out who the hell was going to make this tournament and who was who, because you know me, I'm not Mr. College Hoops, and then the defenders, and then the wizards were throwing up all. I mean, yesterday was crazy. Start obviously with the with the obvious. We thought when the and and we try to explain to people based on the timing and when the deadline is to get a new deal and the sale that is impending of the team that the tagging of Duran Payne was likely to buy them more time to when a new owner takes over gets established by then. And then you have until the middle of July to renegotiate a new deal with him if you want to do that. I don't know what this means in terms of a sales timetable, but what I do like is the the people involved with the on-field product are progressing business as usual with the business that is the most important thing to the team, that whenever this new owner takes over, that they've got a viable product on the field. What it also represents is rewarding a man for production. We're not re- we're not rewarding hoping that there's going to be production like you are when you're in the Montez Sweat and Chase Young business right now because those extensions are a little further down the road. But Deron Payne balled out for your football team, and now you have established your two interior dominant players, and you've rewarded them for the production that they've given you here in Washington. And I'm all about rewarding guys who have produced as opposed to guys who were hoping produce on a regular basis. I like it. I thought it was fair market value based on his production and where the you know where that position is right now. So kudos to Ron and everybody else within that front office 
that is making sure the business of the football team is continuing on. And the but because again, in the 2023 season, you have to be really good just to be good in your division. And to me, this is step number one of keeping some of that continuity and hopefully keeping some of that production high from what was a very good interior defensive line this past season, despite the lack of depth, really. I mean, it was it was Payne, it was Payne, Allen, and Ridgeway. And that was it. That was it with that group. Well, because they had lost Settle and Ioannidis. And uh, Mathis got hurt. And Mathis got hurt. Uh, and remember, Ridgeway wasn't here until what? Late in camp, or did he come? Yeah, I after? think no. no he, he was came, after the season started because the, the Cowboys started, got in a roster crunch and had to right. expose right. him. And Washington wisely swooped in on the fifth round pick of the Cowboys. You're right, and 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 that appeared to be a very very good move. John Ridgeway is not like you know a trendsetter or anything like that. Every bit is every bit is good though uh, from a productive standpoint. Uh, that Settle and or Ioannidis could be. Absolutely. And Settle, they got, by the way, we forgot to mention this on Friday, a sixth-round compensatory pick, which was what the projection was. So the projection was exactly on. They got a sixth-round pick for him. They got nothing out of Ioannidis because they let Ioannidis go. They cut Ioannidis after trading for Carson Wentz. Now, that being said, um, the timing of this super surprised me because A – there was this question about, again, whether Dan could make a decision of that magnitude. Now, I don't understand all the particulars, but my understanding is Dan is only going to have to pay a portion. I don't know exactly how much. I don't care. But he's only going to have to pay a portion of the guaranteed money that Deron Payne got and was promised yesterday when word of the deal came out. He's not going to be on the bag for all $60 million mm-hmm. of the f- guaranteed funds. And by the way, not all $60 million of that, my understanding, based on what I've seen so far, and again, various you – know, Doug Kied, I, I think is how you say his name, uh, with Pro Football Focus had uh, the breakdown. Nikki Jabala had a breakdown, seemed very similar uh, terms. Not all of that $60 million is fully guaranteed. There's a difference between guaranteed money, guys – and fully guaranteed money. But but Dan is not paying all of that 60 million. Just so everybody knows. No, of course not. So what we should have realized was that Dan could do something or they could do something while Dan was still the owner and maybe not have Dan hold the full full bill cuz we said between 55 and 60 million guaranteed was the number that we kept throwing around. And what he got, uh, again, I just, I'm trying to look it looks up. To, well, it looks like 60. It, it looks like it's a reported 60. Yeah. But again, we don't know if that's fully guaranteed. We don't know, or, or I should say, we don't know exactly how much of that is fully guaranteed versus agent guarantees and practical guarantees. There is a difference. There is a difference. And that's the root of the Lamar Jackson situation. The Ravens want to give plenty of guarantees. But they don't want full guarantees. They want practical guarantees. Or they want triggered guarantees. Okay? But there's all this talk about Because you want to make sure, like in his case, they want to make sure he stays on the field. Because if he achieves achieves things like games played, Mm -hmm. and then obviously productive productive, touchdowns, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, then, yeah, I mean, you're going to reward the guy for being on the field and making those plays. Right. 
So that's and, – and trying to, you know, differentiate for people what you mean by practical guarantees and stuff like that. That's kind of what we're talking about uh, in that situation. So, I mean, here's, here's it, ultimately – let me ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. From this standpoint, does this mean now – what does this mean for the two outside guys? Is, is I think, a, a gigantic question yeah. now. Is what does it mean? Let's start with, let's start with Sweat first because Sweat's been the most available. What does this mean for Montez Sweat, in your opinion, going forward now in the short term for this team? He plays the fifth-year option this year. And I think at some point, now that this is done, at some point over the summer, training camp, maybe halfway through the season, they try and they they keep chiseling away at a contract extension, contract extension, trying to get him before they've got to tag him. What if what if the production is just blah? Well, well then that's like where, say that's, say we're at seven sacks. Right. Well, so it's funny that you bring that up. Remember, last year he didn't have a sack until week five. That's, why, that's, why, that's what I'm saying. That's why right. because now you have you have a certain amount of money invested yep. in your two inside guys. Yep. Your two, and, and your two inside guys have been phenomenal. About $40 million per year in terms of salary, yeah. n- not cap. Uh, the cap numbers change every year, but roughly about $40 million. But in in terms of, of production, Chris, mm-hmm. your inside guys have probably given you, what, nine out of yep. ten maybe? Yep. Yep. If you're, yep. uh, I mean, if you're grading on a scale of ten, these two guys have produced at a nine out of ten rate. Mm-hmm. Have they been absolutely perfect? Probably not because you've been able to run at times against them on the interior, but that's not necessarily their fault because of the weakness at linebacker behind them. But they've produced at least at a 9 out of 10 scale. The guys on the outside have been like the Dow Jones, man. I mean, we've seen moments where they look up, Mm -hmm. and then we've seen moments where they look very average. Yeah, well, I would say one is... And the other has not been available. Well... I mean, that's one the is, other thing. One is stuck in mud, and mm-hmm. one is, one is. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know about Dow Jones because I think that's being a little harsh on Montez Sweat. But would would you say, and maybe stuck in molasses is too hard on Montez Sweat? But you would, would you agree with me? It sound, certainly sounds like you would, and I think every Commanders fan would. That Montez Sweat has shown signs of what he can be, but he he has not been able to break through that strategy. My point yet. is, you've got two interior guys that are playing at a very high level. And in theory, that should aid the cause of your edge yes. rushers. Right. And... Well, forget about Chase Young. Chase Young is not in the same argument as, as Montez Sweat, in my eyes. Montez Sweat has been healthy. Now, he had a lot of, uh, for the most part, I mean, he had, did, did have the fractured jaws second half of, of, of 2022, so I shouldn't say he's been completely healthy. And then he, you know, had COVID, which ruined the whole season uh, and got everybody sick. And then um, eight sacks. And, and, and then he, he lost his brother. Eight sacks and 31 pressures yeah. um, it's not enough. a year ago. It's not enough. Like, your point is, it's not enough for Montez Sweat to be stuck on that, and again, stuck in molasses, stuck in neutral, probably too harsh, but not good enough. Especially if you're now looking at Deron Payne as an interior guy with 11 and a half sacks, got $22.5 million per year on average. 
if Montez Sweat and his agent want more than that now, there's no chance I'm even talking to them. Because if the they production, want more the, than that, the production no by the production by that player yeah. is not the same. Right. I'd rather I'd rather risk what the Commanders did, quite honestly, with Deron Payne, which is, and they got burnt for it. Which is, hey, you know what? The production has not been consistent enough. It has not been top shelf enough. You've got to prove that before I give you this big bag of cash. And if I can't give you this big bag of cash, somebody else will. And if that means I have to say goodbye, well, geez, that sucks. But I can't blindly just give you a big bag of cash when you have shown me signs, but not that consistent... That consistent arrow up. Because that's exactly what they did with Deron Payne. And whether it worked this way or not, whether they'll get burnt by this or not, it's exactly what they did with Deron Payne. And guess what? Deron Payne said, oh, yeah, I'll show you. He did. And they said, thank you very much. We'll show you now the respect back. You showed us. We'll show you. Now, you can't do that for everyone. So there becomes a limit where you say, well, Show me, show me, show me, prove me, prove me, prove me. They might get burnt by the fact that Montez Sweat, again, might have a breakout year this year and might wind up with 12 or 13 sacks. Maybe it's because of the attention to Jonathan Allen. Maybe because it's the attention to Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. Maybe it's because Chase Young, we think, we hope, we maybe, is back. Who knows? But the bottom line is you cannot commit an exorbitant, ridiculous, crazy-ass salary to Montez Sweat now, today, or any time before the year starts, certainly, just because he wants it, just because you're afraid it might come back to haunt you like it essentially did with Deron Payne. Because, again, you have to know or have some level of assurance, Pete, what you're paying for. And they've been burnt by having guys or by paying guys, Carson Wentz, William Jackson III, others, they've been burnt by paying guys for what they've done in the past, not for what they do here and now. If Montez Sweat does it here and now as a fifth-year franchise, as a fifth-year option guy this year, knowing that you still have the franchise tag for 20-ish million dollars next year, again, that's not ideally what you want, but that's how I'm approaching it. And let me tell you something. I'll just say this. Chase Young, so far off the radar. I'm telling you, they would be dumber than dirt if they gave him the fifth-year option. Dumber than dirt. No thanks. No way. No chance. Not even an argument. I'm sorry. That would be the worst decision that they've made in a sea of bad decisions that they've made. That would be terrible. Well, here's the thing. By the time they have to make that decision, which is... May 1st. May 1st. This year. This year. For next year. Right. Not this year. Next year. The problem year. is... A year and a half from now. And the problem is, you will have not had any OTAs... No. ...before that to really judge where he is Where's and to some... see, like, oh, yeah, this mm. is... You know, he looks, you know, better. He looks like he's ready to go now right. that he had some, you know, some brief... You know, flirting plays last year. I mean, he didn't really have to. He didn't really play a ton. He was fine in San Francisco. He was. I don't know. I I didn't notice him at all. Uh, Ron said he was good against Dallas. I did. I, I wasn't paying enough attention to the Dallas game because I was already thinking off season mode. And that you're, game. You put up saying anything. you're looking. You're you're looking at him in those last couple of games. When you go back and review the film, yeah. 
does he look comfortable playing football again? Ultimately, was your was your question? You know, he, does, he looked semi comfortable. Look, definitely looked semi comfortable. So now you are essentially essentially just hedging. You're 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 polling everybody in your room, saying, "Hey, you all watched these last couple of games. What did you think?" And they've got to make a very difficult decision in that vein. Mm-hmm. Now again, we watched we watched a team tell a quarterback, "No, we think you suck. We're not picking up your fifth year option." And Daniel Jones, you know, balled out, and the Giants rewarded him. So, do you take that risk? In other words, is the risk too great to not pick up the fifth-year option, expose him to being able to seek free agency and look for other teams, or if he does come back and look the part, eventually you then can think about signing him to an extension of some kind. Say he comes back this year and has the – year that you're looking for 10 12 sacks a bunch of hurries quarterback knockdowns and and I mean because if he does that for you later down the road great we'll deal with that positive problem then if he goes if you don't if you don't extend the fifth year option and he has another very tepid season analytically and statistically then you can move on from the player and what are you really out if the guy hasn't been performing right. anyway? But if you do give him that fifth year, th- this is mind-boggling to me how people haven't figured this out. And I'm talking about people on the beat. I- I'm so bitterly disappointed by people on the beat who are around this team every day who think it's a smart idea to give him the fifth year. Con- oh, you all right over there? I saved it. A mountain of Coke. Look at that. I saved that. And it was mountain, like Mariona Rivera. Like volcanic Coke action. <laughs> it was on the uh, verge of exploding. Really, really, really disappointed by people who continue to think it's a smart idea to give Chase Young a fifth-year well, remember, option. the world is about opinions. Everybody's entitled know, to theirs. Doesn't mean anybody's but they're wrong. But they're not We're, using their noodle. They're not using their noodle to think this out. Chase Young has done absolutely nothing to prove that he deserves that fifth-year option. Nothing. You say, well, Chris, he hadn't been healthy. Ah, he was healthy in the first half of 2022, and he was a mess. And his head coach and his defensive coordinator had to continuously point it out, even before the season started. Players mature at at different timetables. You know that. I understand that. But I I can't buy in with the hope, not to mention the stuff that they know, that they know. Okay, behind the scenes that you don't know, that I don't know, that Joe Fan doesn't know, that any member of the media doesn't know, the stuff that they know is prohibitive in in any sort of argument. But I think we're going a little too far here. I think what the Deron Payne signing means, A, it signifies one thing. Ron was right. In this regard, and Ron speaks a lot of non-truths or a lot of wishful thinking, weird things. Ron was right in that, in this way. Ron said, business as usual. Well, this is business as usual. Right here. Ron said, we're not prohibited from doing anything. This is an example of what Ron meant. Now, 
We'll see what happens starting Wednesday at 4 o'clock because I don't expect them to be big spenders or ultra-aggressive or anything like that in free agency. And actually, we'll find out starting at noon today when all of the reported deals start leaking if they're in on anything or if they're pursuing anything or if they actually agree to anything. But I wouldn't expect a lot of it, quite honestly. Because the league year is here. Happy New Year, everybody, at noon. Again, that's when the legal tampering period kicks off. 4 o'clock is when, on Wednesday is when deals can actually become official. But, Pete, Chase Young, to me, is so far off. Really, this, to me, pain, triggers the question much more about Montez Sweat than it does about Chase Young. I understand Chase Young, they have to make a decision, again, at the end of April, beginning of May. I got it. That's why it's relevant. But to me, this has a much more direct impact on how they approach Montez Sweat as opposed to how they approach Chase Young on a long-term deal. On a long-term deal. Not on a fifth-year option decision because, again, I think they would be blindly I think they would be very ignorant to give him the fifth-year option. I think they would be ridiculously ignorant to give him the fifth-year option. This affects, and now this paves the road for you to be able to do an extension at some point with Montez Sweat before you have to slap a franchise tag on him next offseason before you have to let him hit free agency. That's what this does Forget about Chase for now. Again, they have to make a decision. I get it by May 1st. Again, it's not a hard decision. It, this should not be a hard decision. They'll make it a hard decision. People will say it's a hard decision. It's not. It's not. But this most directly impacts um, Montez Sweat. And there's another name that it directly impacts, I think, I think, that I want to bounce off of you on the other side. Plus, we got to get into the other March Madness, right? Because I know that's your baby. Uh, I know you're all fired up about the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm swimming in a sea of brackets. I mean, everybody wants me to do a bracket contest. We've got our own bracket contest. Uh, that um, who set it up? Brian Powell. I, I don't know. I, I think guess. it was Brian Powell that set it up. Uh, through, I, I don't uh, know who. I don't know who the uh, the Pete nine eighty is. So, well, I think I I think I just gave it away. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe it's maybe what? Maybe I'm over speaking here. I didn't think this was like some uh, uh, you know some huge surprise. Whatever. Anyway, we'll put it. I put it out on social media last night. Uh, you can sign. I didn't create the password just for anybody thinking I was trying to steal the show or anything like that. But it's out there, uh, and we will uh, we will definitely play along. Um, but we yeah. I, I mean, just go to the, just go to the 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 tag, the Pete nine eighty, and you'll figure it out I, I, exactly. So Three, you get the radio station named after you. I get the password. It's because I'm a legend. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. We're thirty minutes into a three hour show. Lots to talk about. Get uh, all of your commanders' news. How does the Deron Payne extension affect the rest of the team? We'll talk March Madness. Maryland opens up with West Virginia Thursday. Thursday short shows for Russell and I. We're out of here at 11, which is great for us uh, with the NCAA basketball tournament. That means I can get home settled, watch the games before they come on Thursday. By the way, a gigantic day uh, for your boy. I got three Saw assignments. That. 
on that. Thursday. It's I'm, gonna dri- be a, I'm driving to Ohio on Thursday. Attaboy. So that's, uh, be careful out there on Route 70. 301-230-0980. Deron Payne's extension. Thoughts on it? How does it affect the commanders in the short term and the long term? We talk about it next right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. March Madness is here. Keep it locked on the Team 980 for full coverage, expert analysis, the biggest guests, and every second of the Final Four and National Championship game. BetMGM is offering basketball fans a chance at winning big, really, really big. The BetMGM March Matchups $10 million Perfect Bracket Challenge is free to play and fun to dream about, and it's only at the King of Sportsbooks. Pick a perfect bracket. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, Washington has to sort out a fifth-year option for Chase Young, one guy that doesn't have such a problem because he was picked much later in the draft, but is also a guy I think Chris Russell is about to ask me about here on the Team 980. As Deron Payne gets his bag of cash to stay here in Washington, that now focuses attention on another key defensive player, I mm-hmm. assume, as well. Mm-hmm. You knew, I think you knew exactly where I was going with mm-hmm. this. Cam Curl. Correct. So maybe this is, again, far out there thinking. Cam Curl has one year left on his deal. Of course, they still have the ability to franchise tag him. But, of course, if we connect the dots and they don't get a long-term extension with Sweat and say Sweat has a big year in a prove-it year, fifth-year option type situation, you can't franchise tag everyone. And you would have Montez Sweat and Cam Curl both up for free agency, both at the same time along with Antonio Gibson and others. But we'll deal with that down the road. So my question to you is – Knowing that you have Cam Curl coming up, knowing that you have Montez Sweat on a fifth-year option this year, knowing that you have the franchise tag available, but knowing how much money you've committed to the interior defensive tackles, do you, instead of taking the money that once was thought to be earmarked for three of those four defensive linemen, do you then take that money and say, eh, we committed twice inside. Now we have to commit to other areas of our roster, i.e. Cam Curl, our versatile right. switchblade here's safety. Where, here's where I think there are multiple things in play in terms of Curl. Are we keeping Jack Del Rio as our defensive coordinator do you, in other words, I mean, for now they are right. I mean, if you see Jack staying here mm-hmm. for a while, and here's why I think this is important. Curl certainly appears to be a key piece mm-hmm. in Jack Del Rio's mm-hmm. defense, with the way Jack calls things, the responsibilities they've given Curl. If Jack is staying here long term, then 
I believe keeping Curl has even greater value for this team. The versatility that he presents, he gives you the ability to walk down in the box. He gives you the ability to cover in the slot. He just gives you a ton of versatility. What's the one thing Ron preaches all the time? Positional versatility. Cam Curl is about as Swiss Army knife on this team as you can get. So what you get in Cam Curl, you get like one and a half players, okay? Because you get not only you get not only the player, but you get a player that's got so many different skills that he's like one and a half players. So to me, I think it's almost a no-brainer unless him and his agent price themselves so far out in a different stratosphere that you just kind of do what Baltimore's doing right now and say, hey, man, you go find, you go set the market and then come back to us with something. I think you, I think you have to because I think it's harder to find a guy with curls, skills, and versatility at that position. You can find, I know this is going to sound asinine, you can find edge rushers. Chris, there's edge rushers everywhere. You can find people. You can find people to get six or seven sacks because that's the production you're getting out of that position anyway. Right now, you can find guys to get six or seven sacks, but you can't find many guys that give you what Cam Curl gives you. And he's the exact same package I thought he was coming out of Arkansas, and he's proven to be that on the NFL level. A guy that can cover because he started as a corner there before moving to safety. And he's proven very capable in the NFL of doing those exact things. I think you have to be strong up the middle. Just like baseball, you got to be strong up the middle. In football, same thing. We've devalued middle linebacker a little bit because of the short passing games that have kind of replaced the diehard run game in a lot of places in the NFL. But you must be good interior defensive line and at safety in this league, in my opinion, because of all of the passing concepts that you see now in the league. Um this might surprise you, but I'm going to tell you that I agree with you. Wow. Russell agrees with Pedro. Well, just because Whoa. you and I— that makes you a good football mind. You you and I, not that we're diametrically opposed in terms of philosophy, but mm-hmm. sometimes we think differently. You are much more of a believer, uh, less of a cynic, less of a doubter than I am. I think, I think Cam Curl— his versatility, and I think it would extend, I think, beyond Jack Del Rio's defense and as the defensive coordinator, I think his impact might be, might be more important singularly Singularly. than Montez Sweat and certainly Chase Young. Now, that might be an overreaction. It might be. I would be willing to admit that that might be an overreaction. But I've seen Cam Curl for three years now. He's not perfect by any means. Nobody should expect him to be perfect. He obviously doesn't directly impact the game the way a defensive end with sacks and pressures can. The problem is you're not talking about Cam Curl versus T.J. Watt. You're not talking about T.J. Watt or, or, uh, well, uh, um, you're not talking about Joey Bosa versus Cam Curl. You're not talking about Nick Bosa versus Cam Curl. You're talking about Cam Curl versus Montez Sweat. That's what you're talking about, right? Because we'd all realize that an elite pass rusher, 
some of those guys that I just mentioned, is way more impactful than a first. How many of safety. those guys are out there? Well, that's the point. You, you don't thought, have. You, you don't have that Young, guy. You thought Young was giving you that exactly. when you picked him at number two. In well, the you draft. thought Montez Sweat too was mm-hmm. going to give you that, and he really hasn't. And there have been times where he has. But that's the point, Pete. We're not talking about paying Cam Curl over Nick Bosa. We're talking about paying Cam Curl, in this argument, Cam Curl over Montez Sweat or Cam Curl over Chase Young. It's not an apple for an apple. It's not, well, well, you'd be dumb to pay a safety over a defensive end. Yeah, no beep, Sherlock. But we're not talking about the Bosa brothers here. Yeah, but we're look talking at, look about freaking frack. Look at Washington's ineffectiveness when Cam Curl's not on the field. Well, well, that's but, but that's, that's part of I my say. point. If, but, if, but if, I think it, I think it's part and parcel. If you if you're keeping if Ron is planning on keeping Del Rio full, uh, you know, going forward uh, again, Jack has to want to stay here and still coach too. I, I think that's. A, an important part of this too, as long as Jack I, wants to keep coaching. I mean, I've heard the production in look, the past that Jack has not been thrilled here, and let's just put it that way. Well, I mean, again, if people try to neuter you a little bit in terms of your personality, which mm-hmm. has happened, mm-hmm. um, you know. But again, is Jack Del Rio getting a defensive coordinator job if he resigned today, mm-hmm. or say he resigned at the end of the season? Because you got to give him fair time when. These staffs are hiring. Does somebody hire Jack immediately as a defensive coordinator? No. I mean, right now? Mm. Say he resigns at the end of the 23 season. Oh, at the end of the... Um, Does Jack I mean, Del Rio I, get I mean, a, were, were we top half of the league in terms of overall defense? And when I say we, meaning the commanders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think somebody, I would, I, I would I think, think that's somebody, a fair that's a fair expectation, I think, yeah. for this defense. Especially if they can somehow find a competent... Middle linebacker to stay healthy. Yeah. And I think if you're a first-time head coach, you know, somebody who is, is you know, is is getting a, a job, whether you're an offensive or defensive guy, you would want somebody who's been around the league, who's been a head coach for 190-plus games. Why wouldn't you? So, yes, I think so. But, my, but I, I guess my point would be is I don't think – I don't think Cam Curl is solely dependent, solely dependent on scheme – to be effective. No, now, I don't think is he's he better de- in I don't, this scheme. Yes, I don't think he's dependent on scheme. My point is, he is important to what Del Rio does. So as long as Del yeah. Rio is here, mm-hmm. and with the responsibilities they've given him, it helps keep continuity from that standpoint. And I think it just increases Curl's value to this team by keeping him here. Again, the player has to not, you know, price himself in the stratosphere mm-hmm. that is unattainable. But I believe, based on the fact that if you have Del Rio here as your D.C., I believe it just makes Cam Curl's value that much more to the club based on his effectiveness within the system and what's being asked of. Chris has a look at what's trending. Durant Payne's extension with Washington. What does it mean overall for the team? And in your mind, is it worth it? Certainly earned it based on his play. Could you have let him go and, you know, still found someone to give you that same kind of uh, production? Eh. Well, let me ask you this. At $22.5 million, mm-hmm. I think Jonathan Allen two years ago 
was it about 18 million average per year? I have to double check the actual numbers, but there's a sizable gap, but also a sizable timeline. Were you surprised when you saw the 22.5 average per year? Again, that's not cap number. That's not guarantees all that average per year on a four-year $90 million deal. When you saw that, were you surprised? Uh, not that they got it done. That's the, that, that, that was the number. I think basically what it told you was they felt the value of the player was important to bring back, and I think they were going to make sure that, you know, look, I mean, when you tag somebody, you've got them by the you-know-whats anyway. So, I mean, there was no, no doubt he was either going to play or sit out here this year. But I think what it's showing, I think what Ron is trying to, you know, show you here is, is we'll deal with you in good faith. We expect you to do the same thing. And they showed him the money, essentially. And they maybe they did they go a, a little bit further than maybe they needed to. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But I think, look, what's the one thing they've done in the past year, Chris, over the past few years? They haven't shown that loyalty to their own players. Well, for the most I mean, part. I mean, but Allen, they did, and mm-hmm. McLaurin, they did, and I, and that's what your hope. That's what Ron right. is trying to establish here. That hey, if you produce for us, we will produce for you. This is the smart kind of aggressiveness that it, that everybody screams, including my friend Grant Paulson. Well, I mean, look, who's look, scream- and you hey, want you want them to be aggressive look, too. But, and last year we were all wrong, on, or a couple years ago we were all wrong on William Jackson III. I, Absolutely. We, we, were, we knew and, they needed help there. He and they a, were wrong on Curtis Samuel, at least in year one. Yeah, but that's but, but again, that Chris, that was that was injury I know, related. I know. Okay. But that's they were not, wrong in a lot of William ways. Jackson was just bad. No, I know. I know. And then eventually he did get hurt. I know. But he was just bad. But injuries are a part of it. It, it is, but William Jackson was bad before he Co- got hurt. Correct. Absolutely. Uh here's here's the here's the deal. Allen is eighteen million average per year. He was twenty six i think uh when he actually signed it because remember he signed it right before training camp started in 2021 Mm -hmm. okay but he was also not a free agent so again two almost two years later a year and a half later and deron Payne is a franchise tag free agent of course you're going to spend more on deron Payne to bring him back into the fold than you were with jonathan allen Again, maybe the only thing they did slightly off here was get to a point where they couldn't get this deal done before putting the $19 million tag. Remember, though. On, on Duran Remember, Payne. though. Every Does year, that make sense? Yes, but every year, Chris, whether, and whether we like it or not, whether teams like it or not, every year that the salary cap goes up, that usually means salaries of course it does. go up. So it's the most ridiculous thing when people paying, say, "Well, well, the year the, the cap continues to go up, so of course you could just pay whatever you want." No, 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 no. Well, player the, salaries go up year the, in year I mean, out. The, the question ultimately is: Are they going to be in the place a couple years from now where the Rams are basically mortgaging everybody? Yeah. I mean, the Rams have a flea market going on. The Rams on. got lucky. That they won that damn Super Bowl because they yes. shouldn't have even probably won that Super Bowl. It was just a massive gamble, and, and they won, and they rolled. They rolled seven. Now they are paying the carnage. Of course, I, I mean the wreckage. But if you ask a fan base, hey, if we guarantee that you're yep. going to win 2023, can't guarantee it. Are you willing to? I know. Are you willing to suck for the next yes. couple of years as a tariff? 
for winning in 2023? My answer is yes. Show me how you can guarantee it. Because the Rams barely did it. Oh, no. They They they, barely did it. They were struggling to get to the finish line on that. Think about how bad it would be right now if they fell short. Neither the NFC title game, they were 17-17 with five and a half minutes left. And Jimmy G and the 49ers with the ball in good field position. Mm -hmm. Tell me how they would have felt. Now, maybe last year wouldn't have gone as bad. I don't know. But... Last Man, year, I mean, are the look, Rams lucky? Stafford got hurt, I know. and once Stafford I know. went down, they were I done. Know. I, mean, I know. But you, you, like you said, now it's a, a full-out yard sale and, and, and then some. The commanders are not going to be in that position. The commanders are going to be in a position, Pete, where they have to not pay somebody. And right now, that somebody in my eyes is easily Chase Young. Not even a question. Fifth-year option, long-term, not even a, a question. The question for me becomes, can they now afford to pay Montez Sweat, however they choose to do that, and also then Cam Cam Curl? Curl. Not Chase Young. I'm telling you people, there's a lot there. There's a lot that they know. There's a lot that they've seen. There's a lot. I'm just telling you. It's not a hard decision. Uh, short-term and long-term, it's not a hard decision Chris right Chris Russell now. coming strong to the mic on Chase Young. What if he balls out this year? Then it becomes a harder decision. Harder. Not hard. Harder. 301-230-0980. We'll start taking your calls on this. Touchdown at tennis next right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.